Hello, my friends, and welcome back to Farm Machinery Digest Radio. I'm your host, Ray Bohax, the hot rod farmer, the cat swamp road guy, coming to you from Warren County, New Jersey. And I want to thank you all so much for tuning in today and spending the next one half hour with me here on Rural Radio, Sirius XM Channel 147. And there's a very good possibility when you're listening to this that it's Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern, that's when the show airs, or possibly Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern, that's when it re-airs, or the third possibility is that you're listening to this sometime in the future as a podcast. So if you go to farmmachinerydigest.com, then each show will list as a podcast one week after it airs on Rural Radio, and it'll be there for you to reference moving forward, and it's also on almost every major podcast hosting site. But if you go to my website, Farm Machinery Digest, then you could just click on the FMD radio tab. And when you're there, I want you to please enter the contest to win a Hot Rod Farmer license plate and also the Christmas book giveaway contest. Now, you know, I'm going to give you a little bit of a secret here, all right? I got a lot of people who want the John Deere book, and the Farmall book, but the the IH, the International Harvester Truck book, very few takers. So then that and, and that is a beautiful. They're all beautiful books, but the International Harvester Truck book, the full story of IH trucks, is by far the nicest and the largest and the most expensive, if you want to put a value on it, of the three books that I am giving away. And you may say, well, what are the books? Well, it's two-cylinder John Deere's. It's about, let me get my list over here so I'll mess it up, all right? It's two-cylinder John Deere tractors, two cylinders only, and that's from Mr. Rod Beamer. There's the International Harvester Truck, The Complete Story, and that's by Mr. Patrick Foster. And then there is the Farm Wall, The Golden Years from by Lee Clancher. Three beautiful books. All you need to do is fill out that Hot Rod Farmer license plate form. That'll put you in a drawing for that. And then next to your name, you just put a hyphen or a slash and say JD book, IH book, or Farmer book. So there's going to be three separate drawings. I'm not going to mix it all together. All right, so there's going to be a drawing for each book. And then I will announce you both on the radio and the podcast. Because the podcast people, my Idle Chatter podcast people, are involved in this contest also. So, uh, hey, I'm disappointed about the IH book. Everybody's a farm wall or a John Deere fan. Nobody's IH trucks. I like the IH trucks. I used to like the Eagle cab over and then the new Eagle, well, the newer Eagle. And then I like the, uh, uh, what do you call it, the uh, old Load Stars. Remember the old Load Stars with a 345 gas engine in it? They were really nice, nice, uh, nice trucks back then. It's simple. Everything was simple back then, right? So uh, now, also, I want to ask you to do me another favor, and this could help you out because we're almost at Christmas, a couple of weeks yet. But if you go to my website and fill out that form for the book contest and license plate, that I have a podcast under the Idle Chatter tab, 
and it's what to get the hot rod farmer in your life for Christmas. And there is a supportive article on the website. Sue Moore, my web guru, graphic artist, art director, made it very simple and intuitive for you to click on that. So you may want to listen to that podcast. We'll just play it in the background for somebody who is uh, maybe going to be spending some money on you in Christmas. And like I always say, is that those are great ideas for you even to buy for yourself. All right, so it doesn't have to just just be Christmas time. So you could buy buy one of those gifts for yourself, and those gifts are all practical because that's what we're about here in Farm Machinery Digest Radio. We're stealing soil meat. We got no fluff here, baby. We got all practical things. That those are, so they're all suggestions for tools or a piece of equipment that would bring great value to your farm shop. And on today's show, what I'm going to do is a, it's taboo especially on radio all right but uh, we'll keep it between us i'm gonna you're just like they say it hey you're not supposed to talk politics or religion well i talk about both of them (laughs) but anyway you're not supposed to talk about electronics or electricity on a radio show or a podcast but this is a radio show and why you're not supposed to do that because there's no visual component to it so electricity is hard enough to understand when you have a, in a classroom environment and you could have some visuals, either it's some, it's, uh, some slides or some pictures. Well, years ago, they used to have the, the movies, the reel-to-reel movies. Those were great and uh, for, for training purposes. Now they have PowerPoint. 90% of the time, it doesn't work. But anyway, so you're not supposed to talk about that. But that's what we're going to do this week, today in the show. We're going to be talking about AC motors, DC motors, and EC, like Edward E. Edward EC motors. You say, what the heck is an EC motor? Well, right after this short break, you are going to find out what that is. And never forget that agriculture runs on machinery and profits on reliability. I'm Stormy Warren from The Highway. For singers and songwriters chasing their dreams to Music City, taking that Broadway exit to Nashville for the very first time is a moment they will never forget. Country music's biggest stars join me on my new original podcast, Exit 209, and relive those moments. Listen now to hear my talk with country superstars, Florida Georgia Line. Only on the SiriusXM app, now home to the best collection of podcasts in one place. Free for most subscribers. Download it today and tap Podcasts. Bring rural America's most important network with you on RFD-TV now. Watch from anywhere, at home, on the farm, even while riding your tractor. Stream agricultural news and weather, commodity market reports, along with traditional country music and entertainment for less than $10 a month. Go to WatchRFDTV.com to subscribe to rural America's most important network. RFD-TV now. In the field, on the farm, or in the saddle, we're right there with you in your pocket, on your phone, and everywhere you go. RFD-TV Now. Current ag reports, geo-targeted weather, live streaming 24-7, and our full collection of shows you love at the tip of your finger. At less than $10 a month, it's the cheapest tool on the farm. Download the app today and start watching RFD-TV Now. 
Hi, I'm Ty Morgan, host of U.S. Farm Report. Join me each weekend as we explore the news and issues that matter the most to agriculture. From taking a deep dive into the volatile markets to sharing compelling stories that capture the heart of rural America, as well as custom commentary from John Phipps. We cover it all every weekend right here on Channel 147 on Sirius XM. U.S. Farm Report, a timely, trusted tradition. Welcome back to Farm Machinery Digest Radio. I'm your host. And, you know, I, I forgot about another international truck that I always liked, the old Transtar cab overs. Remember, there was the original Transtar that I think around the late 70s or so came out with Transtar 2. I don't know what the difference was. I was a kid, but I used to like those Transtars with the single sleepers. I thought they were pretty, pretty neat trucks. And I also loved the Ford, but I don't have a book on Ford trucks to give away. Ford um, CL9000 with that air ride cab. I remember seeing my first one of those floating down the road. I thought it was going to fall off. But anyway, let's talk about some electricity today. And the electricity that I'm going to be talking about, you're not going to find in a combine or a truck or a car or a farm tractor. It's going to be found in your farm shop or also in your house but basically in your farm shop. And that's one of the things that people, um, I'm not saying, how can I say it respectfully, that they don't recognize about Farm Machinery Digest Radio and my Idle Chatter podcast. There's machinery all over the farm. I mean, there's machinery in your farm shop. We're not just talking about diesel engines and hydraulic systems and gas engines and transmissions and stuff like that. So today we're going to be talking about some some facts about electricity. And I think it's important for you to understand these to this level. If you don't already, you probably understand them to a higher level. Then I will be able to communicate over the radio airwaves or satellite airwaves, however they whatever they are. All right, and the thing is that, but we all know that there's AC and there's DC, all right, alternating current and direct current, and a building works off of AC, alternating current, and a vehicle, a piece of farm equipment for the most part, works off of DC, and a simplistic definition of those are, we'll start with AC, right, because A is first, and in AC, the direction and the flow of the electrons is switch is switched and it bounces back and forth at regular interval intervals so basically it is switched from positive to negative and that's why it is called a sine wave and it's at a regular interval it's not random it's at a regular interval so it switches back and forth so you could think of ac current in your farm shop and again in your house well your grain bin is probably running off of ac I'm sure it is, is that you could think of it like windshield wipers, one way, then the next way, one way, the next way. And where it changes polarity, if you were to look at it, excuse me, on an oscilloscope, it is called the zero crossing, all right? Now, if you were to look at AC current, you say, well, what are you talking about, hot rod? I could put a voltmeter into the wall receptacle on my farm shop, and I could read it. That's switching back and forth. No, but what you're doing is you're reading the peaks, so the peak high and the peak low and that's and that is averaging it out and we'll leave it at that all right now if that is ac and it's like windshield wipers going back and forth switching all right 
back and forth. And what a diode does, a diode is what chops the signal and only allows the AC to be sent to whatever the device is one way. All right, so that's what a diode does. It's a one-way check valve. Let me not get off on a tangent here like I am famous to. All right, so now we have DC, which is direct current. And if AC can be likened to windshield wipers going back and forth and changing polarity, but just like your windshield wipers are supposed to go at a fixed rate unless you have intermittent wipers, fixed rates or fixed sweep rate, jum, juk, 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 that's what AC does, and that is registered in hertz, all right, H-E-R-T-Z, cycles per second. Now, DC current, you could think of a DC current as a river. Does a river flow two ways? I've never seen a river flow two ways. It flows in one direction. All the water in a river is flowing in one direction. So what happens with DC current is that everything flows in one direction. So cars, engines, trucks, tractors work off of DC current for the most part. And then buildings, farm shops, work off of ac current now why is it so now after we since we got through that simple tutorial all right what's important is that specifically if you're a livestock farmer and you're having a dairy barn you're having hog hog house or 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 some sort of poultry but even if you're not if you're only working in your farm shop is that there are now there are three different types of electric motors three three uh, fundamental categories, I should say, whereas before there was two fundamental categories. We had AC motors and we had DC motors, right? So if you had a compressor in your farm shop, the motor that ran it was an, a, was an AC motor. If you had a blower motor in your pickup truck, that worked off a DC, direct current, all right? So we had AC and DC motors, but now there is something... Well, it's, it's, I guess it's not, nothing is new, new, right? But it's new to us in the agricultural community, and they're called EC, E like an Edward, e, EC motors. And what EC stands for is electronically commutated. So EC motor is electronically commutated. Now, I don't want to confuse you. You're not going to be able to get EC into the building, all right? So we still have AC or DC come. Well, we still have AC and DC voltage uh, current flow, all right? AC coming into the building, but we now have this third type of motor, which is EC, which is called electronically commutated, all right? And so that is what we're going to start to talk about because you may be investing, and I always say it's an investment, it's not a purchase. You may be putting something in your farm shop, fans, and probably the best example for me to use is like fans that are being con- that are that are running in a dairy barn, and it could be another type of other type of uh, animal enclosure or or whatever. But it, we'll use a dairy barn, All right? So the thing is that you now have the option of getting an EC motor on a fan, and through industry EC. EC motors have become become quite popular, all right? So now what happens is that with an AC motor, uh, you what you need to do if you want to control the speed, you need what is called an F, a VFD, a variable frequency drive, because AC current is in the United, in North America, United States and Canada is 60 hertz 
per second, right? And the thing is that, and what will happen is that if you change the frequency, <clears throat> then you will change the speed of the motor. So since coming in from the power company is approximately 60, well, hopefully 60 hertz, per, 60 cycles per second, not hertz per second, 60 hertz, is that you need to have what's called a variable frequency drive, all right? And that will change the frequency. So if you want, let's say you had a dairy barn and you want, and, and they have these. I mean, this, is, this has been around for years, all right? So you have to have this VFD to, to control the frequency. And so if you lower the frequency, let's say to 50 hertz versus uh, 60 hertz coming in from the power company, the fan will turn slower. If you turn it up, you can't go above what the power company is giving you, so you can only subtract from it, all right? So that makes it a lot more complicated. A DC motor, which we don't use in buildings, but we use them in vehicles, like I said, the blower motor in your, in your pickup truck, in your tractor, is a DC. A cooling fan in, on, on, on your combine, the electric cooling fan, is a DC motor. Your, your um, electric drive meters on a plant are DC motors. Right, so a DC motor, because it, remember, it flows like a river. It, the, all the electricity is going in one direction. So it flows like a river. So it's very easy for you to redirect that and to control the speed of a fan or a motor or something, excuse me, with DC voltage. All right, so now we have this, this, this uh, conundrum. You want to be able to, con- you have AC coming into a building, and you need to control something variable speed it all right so and that's why i like to use a fan as an example but there's other applications for that so but a fan is the best visual visual component you may say well i have a fan a box fan right and i i have i have a high i have a high speed box fan all right but what they're doing is they're stepping down the voltage and not stepping down the frequency all right so the thing is that now you want to control this fan so you have ac coming in you have to you'd have to currently use a variable frequency drive which is a complicated and has some other pitfalls as far as electrical shocks are concerned to the cows and what have you there's a lot of research on that the show here is limited in time so i'm not going to get into that so what you, what you could really call an ec is an edward and it stands for again electronically commutated as a hybrid between an ac motor and a dc motor so it gives the simplicity of a DC, of an ac motor with the amount of speed and control that you could get within with a with a dc so it has the benefits of ac and dc and then again i'm repeating it the benefits of a dc motor is it's very easy and cost effective to control it so what happens is that within this motor, this well, I'm going to use it as a fan, within this motor, there is a module, all right? And what this module does is take 120 volt or 240 volt AC, and it converts it to three-phase DC. So it's a lot more complicated than a regular fan motor because it has the, so it has this module. And then what it could basically do is that it's going to control it like a DC motor. So within this module, so if you think of an inverter generator, what an inverter generator does is, is, is produces, uh, is produces AC 
converts it to DC to clean it up, and then chops it back, and then sends and converts it back to AC. So you could run whatever your house on it. That's an inverter generator. What happens is that with an EC motor, what this module basically does is it takes the 120 or the 240, because there'd be two legs. If it's 110 each leg, then it's 220 instead of 240. If it's 115 each leg, it's 230. But what the, the, the industry standard is 120 and 240, all right? So there's two legs, 220-volt legs and a neutral, and it converts it through this circuit board to three-phase DC power. And then it allows the fan or whatever it may be to be controlled very accurately, very efficiently, a very high-efficiency conversion of electrons to fan work and allows you to, to have a, a finite control that you would not have with an AC motor let, if unless you put a variable frequency drive on it now a lot of a lot of machine tools machine tools like lathes or milling machines may incorporate a variable frequency drive but what's happening now within the industry is that they're coming with coming out and i shouldn't say they're coming out they're becoming more popular these ec motors and what is the what is the take-home message to you is that if you're looking to upgrade your dairy barn, you're looking to upgrade another livestock facility, you're looking to put fans or something in, in, in your farm shop or whatever it may be, you may run across the opportunity to, in, to, to buy an EC motor. And what's nice about an EC motor is that it's wired in normally because this module is part of the motor itself. If you look at it, it's part of the motor. The motor is a little bit bigger, and this is, it almost looks like the back of a portable generator. And it goes on the motor with this module is. And then it gives you the ability to control that very accurately, less cost to run it. It runs cooler, uses less electricity, all of those pluses, right? That's all, that's all wonderful, Okay. There's got to be negatives because everything in life is a double-sided sword. The only thing that was perfect got nailed to a cross for our sins many, many years ago, and that's Jesus Christ, our Savior, over 2,000 years ago. So there's always a negative. The negative, from my perspective, of an EC system is the complexity in that module because you're doing a lot of a lot of converting. You're taking the line voltage, the AC line voltage, and you're making it from single phase to three phase, and you're converting it from AC to DC in there, right in there. You don't know what you have AC coming into the building, but the motor, that the fan motor that's blowing on the cows or keeping the farm shop cool is running off of DC. So there's a lot of complexity in that circuitry, and what you're doing away if you with that variable frequency drive, which is complex also, and it's another part in the loop. So um, that is, and the other negative about an EC motor is obviously its upfront cost is more, but you have to price this out because is it possible that if you were going to variable speed something and had a ver- and had a variable frequency drive in a dairy barn, that the cost may be the same? I don't know. You'll have to pencil that out. But the important message here on Farm Machinery Digest Radio is I want you to understand that there's AC motors, there's DC motors, and now there is the new, newer, all right, to us, newer EC 
EC Motors, and that's uh, electronically commutatable. So if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me at Hot Rod Farmer at FarmMachineryDigest.com. And I probably just gave you enough to get you get you confused. But if you happen to read a brochure, you look at something, or you go to a farm show in a farm show season, and somebody says it's got an EC motor, you say, oh, EC, EC, DC, no, EC, EC, then you have some idea of what what they're talking about, and it's something that you should look into you into when it comes time to upgrade something in your farm shop. The necessities of life, food, water, shelter. And your favorite radio hosts, this is Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. And Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Beck. Join us every week right here for the Ranch It Up Radio Show. And the Bend Radio Show. We talk cattle, market, sale barn reports, news. Cooking, lifestyle, outdoors, recreation. And everything in between. And there's a lot in between. Ranch It Up. And the Bend. The Tales from the Trails are coming in, and there sure have been some great ones. We offer up tips on how to share your exciting stories with others. This is Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck, with The Bend Radio Show. We have off-the-wall news from the outdoors world, and you know what? We got holiday gift ideas, too. Be sure to join us on The Bend. This Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, right here, Rural Radio Channel 147 on Sirius XM. The Cowboy Channel Bar on the historic Fort Worth Stockyards is the country's first bar dedicated 100% to Western sports. Watch your favorite rodeo on one of the 11 televisions from the Texas Swing and the National Finals Rodeo. Cowboy Channel Bar is your ticket to the best drinks and the most iconic rodeos from across the country. Saddle up to the bar seven days a week or head downstairs to the historic speakeasy on the weekend. Located right under the famous Fort Worth Stockyards sign, visit the Cowboy Channel Bar today. The clock is ticking to take you fishing. If you haven't done it yet, come see me at kinderoutdoors.com, that's K-I-N-D-E-R, and register for our Fishing You a Merry Christmas contest. Five nights at Casa Carib Sea in the Caribbean. Three days fishing offshore and inshore in some of the most fertile billfish waters on the planet. If you have signed up, tell your friends about us. You see, it's a trip for three. Kinderoutdoors.com. All right, welcome back to Farm Machinery Digest Radio. Now it's time for Tex Rubinowitz, the hot rod man from Ripsaw Records, before you meet me in the farm shop with those EC motors. All righty, Tex, thank you so much. Greatly appreciate that. All right, you ready? Come on in the farm shop. Sit down. That EC motor fan will keep you nice and comfortable. Alrighty. Regardless of if it is a gasoline or diesel engine, when fitted with electronic fuel injectors, it is important to be familiar with how they sound when the engine is idling. With both systems, deposits will form on the injector over time. These deposits will not only impact the spray pattern, but will influence the sound. In this instance, it will make the injector quieter since the deposits act like a cushion. If you notice that the rhythmic clicking sound of the fuel injectors is diminishing, that is not good. They are dirty. Use a good in-tank fuel cleaner and the nice tick, 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 tick sound of a properly functioning fuel injector will, will, will return along with proper engine 
performance. So it's very, very important for you to keep your ears right tactile. You got to feel stuff. You got to hear stuff on your engines and see what and see what is going on there. Very, very important. So I want to thank you so much for tuning in, and I want you to know that the Hot Rod Farmer is pulling for you, the American farmer. And my beloved, beloved America. You have a blessed day, and I'll catch you next week. Thanks. Bye-bye. This is for the farmers. The ranchers. The manufacturers and producers. The growers. And the showers. This is for you. The ones staying on your feet and doing the legwork, giving it the elbow grease and putting your back into it, over your head, against the odds, and still, every single day, putting on your game face. You keep this whole thing together, even when you're already bursting at the seams. Thank you. Thank you for showing us how to keep going. Thank you for growing the economy we rely on, for producing the goods we consume, and manufacturing solutions where there are none. Even when there is no clear road ahead, you are the ones blazing the trail and always going the extra mile. You are the backbone of rural America, and we always have your back. RFD TV. Rural America's most important network. And Rural Radio 147 on Sirius XM. This week on Rural Radio Channel 147. It's time for the most anticipated rodeo event of the year. The top cowboys and cowgirls across North America join in Las Vegas under the bright lights of the Thomas and Mac Arena for the National Finals Rodeo. Beginning Wednesday, join us every afternoon and evening as we bring you all the coverage from the NFR, the biggest showdown in rodeo on Rural Radio. Tune in this week to Rural Radio Channel 147 and listen anytime on the SXM app.